an appropriate response. So hopefully by now you guys know that I run, in addition to the Be Awesome 365 website, uh, another one called Sports Doc DC. It's got the whole YouTube podcast thing as well. And you know what, and while I'm on this right now, this would be a perfect time to just pause the story, write a quick review for either of my sites, give them some stars, and maybe tell a couple of friends. I'd love to help make it grow a little bit, and reviews are pretty much the only analytic the scrubbers are looking for to make it more available for people searching. So truly guys, thanks, I appreciate it, and I kinda need it. Okay, anyway, I run this health sports performance site, and I was redoing an article on shin splints today. A huge part of our rehab protocol for shin splints has changed, and we're having tremendous success with utilizing a voodoo band with a helix pattern, and I've been reaping huge results. Well, I needed a picture of what this helix style looks like so people can do it at home. I needed it for the article. So easy, boom, snap a picture, upload that baby to the article, right? Yeah, wrong. I have an iPhone, yet I do my entire life on a PC. I mean, really, we're in the future. It's 2021, why can't these two just get along? And while I'm at it, why do these two get along for everybody else? Seriously, half you guys listening to me right now are like, what are you talking about, dude? How hard is it to take a picture that just pops up on your computer regardless? Well, no, it doesn't for me. Now I've got this computer friend. No, my friend's not a computer. He's a friend of mine, but he's very good with computers. And he figured out the easiest way for me to make this happen, causing the least amount of stress for me. He's just going to open up my Google Drive and take any of the information I want to send over my phone. That way we can just skip the whole Mac versus PC thing. So I sent the picture over to my drive and then I can just get on my computer, open the drive and bring that picture out and use it for the article. Now some of you guys might follow me on this and some of you might not, but that's not what this article is about. What it comes down to is that that's not working for me either. The only way I can use this thing for the article I want to is like a 10-step process because what is supposed to happen never works for me. Not only does it save it as a wrong file, it comes out with about 50 other steps that have to happen exactly perfect before it works. In all reality, it has worked a couple times for me. It's just that most of the time it doesn't work. But the big stressor to me is that this should just take one second. Even if it's five steps, that's four steps too many. So I'm not gonna bore you with the other steps. I'll just tell you that it's driving me nuts. And therefore, my intro to the story. It just seems like on so much of this website, while I feel like I'm relaying good information, the startup, the intro story, it's always jackassery about me. Why do I have to start every story with an anecdote about me being a jackass? <sighs> but alas, I guess you could say this website is things you can learn because someone else already did it wrong before. If you haven't seen my article on parenting, you definitely need to look at that one. I can teach you how to be a great parent because I've failed a lot. So what about this article on appropriateness anyway? What about the appropriate response? And what is the appropriate response and how does it help my life, Chad? This is supposed to be one of those self-help podcasts already, right? So here's how. Because even the simple process takes longer than it should, it stressed me off. It pissed me off. Even when I'm done and the picture ended up getting on the article, which in this case it didn't, I just used another one I stole off the internet because it's the only way I could get it to work. <laughs> anyway, even when the project was done, I still carried the stress with me. It was like an itch in my brain that I couldn't scratch. My fantastic day, heck, guys, I've been having a, a roll of a week. I've been feeling fantastic. And because of this picture transfer idea, it was almost wrecked. I mean, I'm getting ready for the weekend. I don't need to have a bad weekend because I couldn't get a picture to pop up on an article. The way I responded 
emotionally, mentally, even physically, the amount of stress that this thing gave me was by far more than it should have been. It really wasn't that big a deal. In fact, I had three interns that would have been happy to just do the project for me. It wouldn't even taken me any seconds because they would have done it correctly the first time. But I wanted to do it and it didn't work. And now my body responded and it responded inappropriately. So here's where the self-help part of this works. I became aware that my body was responding inappropriately. I may have even said, half kind of crazy and mumble something to myself, this seems like a really over the top response for something that is really no big deal. Why are you feeling this way, self? I just became aware. And becoming aware was enough for me to just dump it. I'm not kidding you. I could literally feel tension leaving my shoulders. My head cleared up. My fantastic mood that I have been in the entire last week returned immediately all because I became aware that I was responding inappropriately. And it's like everything in life, awareness is 90% of the problem. One thing that's been very noticeable to me as a practitioner, like as you may recall, I'm a sports-based chiropractor. Well, I see people and treat people all day long, and I've been doing this for nearly two decades. And what I have noticed in the last year during the whole COVID thing is that the volume on all of our stresses has just been amplified. It doesn't mean we're feeling more stress. I mean, I feel a little bit bad saying this, but over the last year, my family's really thrived. We've gotten closer, we started traveling again, which has just really brought our sense of well-being together. We were very fortunate that none of us got very sick throughout the last year, and although things have not returned to normal, the day-to-day -day things that affect my life have been returning, and in fact, we're really doing pretty well. So I don't think my stresses have been a lot more. And I think where I live in South Texas, this is true for a lot of us down here. We've just kind of handled it well. That being said, people are still responding to their day-to-day -day lives much worse than they previously were. Little things set them off more. Everyone appears more stressed. They tell me they're more short-tempered and they're much more short-tempered than they were before. We always hear this as practitioners, you know, we carry all our stress up here. I'm just hearing this more than I did before. Like I said, I don't think there actually is a lot more stress, but the volume seems to be amplified. The highs get higher and the lows are lower. Now, I don't want to take anything away from the true disease state of manic depressive. I'm not trying to attack anything like that. That's a very severe psychological and a huge emotional ramifications problem. But I do think that our day-to-day -day stresses, the way they show up and are amplified, they've been kind of what seems to be not so much a straight line anymore. There's a lot more ups and downs and by no means it's manic depressive, but maybe like a mini version of a similar idea. And I also understand that there's a ton of real life going on out there. There is a pandemic. There is a loss of work. There are people dying. Social media has definitely changed and the way the news handles everything has changed. The idea of appropriateness is that the ability to transfer a photo from my phone to an article that maybe like 30 people read anyway, that shouldn't even be in the same stratosphere of physical, mental, and emotional, real-time adult issue stress. I'm just telling you, I see this happening to people everywhere. I see an America that despite being the best time to be a human on our planet is angry, spiteful, and hateful. We're mistrusting and we're scared. And it's way, way over the top. It's inappropriate to what's actually happening. It's been hyped up and stirred up, amplified, and something is wrong about it. 
So maybe something as easy as just asking yourself or becoming aware of the appropriateness of your response to any stimulus, it may be enough to help. Maybe it's enough to just kind of flatten the curve a little bit. I know it helped me today, and it was instant. This wasn't some long, slow, over the course of five months therapy session that we needed to do. I wanted to feel a little bit better, and this was five milliseconds, and the problem was solved. And if something helps me, well, I want to share it with you. Maybe it helps you or acts as a muse, and you can come up with your own technique or an idea and help yourself or others. And if you do, please share it. In two, in two years of running two different podcasts and blog sites, I've probably got like four or five comments. I would love to see if you guys have ideas that's similar to this or something that might help, please post it for others and for myself. And even though sometimes I get a little off track with these podcasts and these ideas and the articles, just understand that I do care. If there's a way to help people feel better, I want to do something outside the chiropractic office. I want you to feel better without even knowing who you are. It's not difficult to implement awareness, guys. It just takes making it a habit. Like as a side gig, I'm a soccer coach, a soccer coach for little kids. And even at the age of six years old up to about 15, when a kid makes a bad pass on my team, which is typically way too wimpy and it only goes like a foot off their shoe, or way too strong and it goes out of bounds, it hits grandma over there and knocks over her margarita she was trying to hide in a Yeti cup. I'll just tell the kid, make an appropriate pass. Get appropriate. I even teach this at their practice. Hey guys, is it appropriate to wail on a ball as hard as you can all the time and just bang it at another kid's shin? Or do you think it'd be a better idea to slow it down a little bit, gain a little bit of control, and then maybe move around the defense? I tell them, guys, solve the problem. Don't just keep banging. And going hard or getting mad, yelling, and just kicking hard, it's not gonna solve anything. It's what keeps you from maturing and improving your game and getting to the next level. And like a lot of things in life, the advice we give our kids, especially in the sports world, has real-life applications and crossover for us as adults. It's especially true when it's explained in a way that is age-appropriate for us, even if it's that simple. So here we go. Hey, is that pass appropriate? Come on, Julian, you're better than that. That turns into being aware of the degree and severity of the problem might just be enough to just let it go. Move on already. Ah, 